Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. Hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program, our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to have joining us our Extension Specialist for Instructional Support, Mindy McCulley. Welcome, Mindy. Hi, Jennifer. So, Mindy, you you do, and you laugh every time we sit down because I'm always like, now, what's your title? Because you really and truly do a lot for us in terms of communications and marketing, media, many of the things that our clientele and consumers might see come out from the University of Kentucky Family Consumer Sciences Extension. You're really the fingertips that make that happen. But today's topic is really kind of focused on all the media that we might see, if it's social media, if it's on TV, if it's in the newspaper, wherever it is that we kind of gain our information sources about identifying what what are legitimate and non-legitimate sources. You called it spotting fake news, but just really kind of as a consumer being aware of what's real and not real out there in this mass media world that surrounds us every day. That That is exactly right, because you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say, as consumers of information, we really need to use some of the same standards that we p- apply as consumers of other goods and products. And so we need to make sure that we've done our research and that we know that what we are consuming and sharing is, of course, legitimate and and real. And so one of the big questions is, first of all, what is fake news? And actually, fake news has been around for a long time, and it has been employed through lots of different situations for lots of different reasons. But it's actually defined as deliberate misinformation intended to mislead or cause damage to a person or an entity. So if we think, keep that in in our minds as, okay, this is what is actually fake news. Are we trying to hurt someone else? Or are we trying to hurt an individual? Or are we trying to to hurt an entity, a business, uh, whatever? That makes it a little bit easier to kind of root through the right. whole the and be, whole system. And begin to spot. And you think about it, you know, you, you talked about us being consumers of information. And I just think about how much information comes to us in so many different sources. And I'm looking at my phone here because I think that that's where so many individuals get a lot of their information. And so I think understanding kind of that not everything that we see on there is real. And I think right. most of us know that. But then also to begin how to understand how to discern what is right. real and what is not So we real. need to dig through the information. And so I said, let's go back to um, a high school English class and talk about satire. Because satire is the use of humor or exaggeration to really expose some of the stupidity in our world or some vices in our world or um, maybe in the particularly in the context of contemporary politics we want to expose some of the dichotomies that we're seeing in politics today and so that satire and maybe it's not necessarily intended to cause harm as fake news would be but um, it does it just wants to highlight maybe some of those 
things that just don't make sense or whatever. And I think, you know, I can think of several website examples that they are really and truly designed to to be humorous right. or to be funny, but to take a present day situation and really just exaggerate to the point that as it's written, you would think, well, no one would really kind of believe this. Right. I do think it's funny sometimes on social media where you can see that someone might have shared an article like that. And even in my head, I think, wonder if they think that this is real or, or not real. Yes. And then also sometimes it's really fun to to read the comments because some folks will miss, you know, that it was written in humor. And typically all those websites, when you bring it up, it will have a disclaimer on exactly. it, either at the beginning or the end, that says, essentially, in legal terms, this was written for fun. Right. Enjoy it. So, and, and you mentioned, you know, there are websites, there are, are shows that come up on television every single night or, uh, you know, maybe once a week or something that are also satirical shows. And so, it's really important that we remember that it is humor or, you know, it's it's not intended to be your news source. Um, and so that that's really important. So when someone is trying to validate their source of information, what is it that they're looking for to know that they that they do have a true and accurate news story in front of them? So typically, if it is from a trusted news source, so if it's one of the major network, you know, regular news. Like an NBC, ABC, right. CBS, mm-hmm. Fox. Or newspaper that is highly respected and not, you know, just the run of the mill. Or a tabloid. Um, right. You know, if you're going to pick it up in the grocery aisle as you're checking out, then it might not necessarily be 100% accurate. So keep that in mind. But, you know, satirical journalism has been claimed fake news for a long, long time. In fact, Samuel Clements, who others may know more widely as Mark Twain actually was a journalist before he was a novelist, and he had to leave town a couple of times because people thought that his satirical journalism was causing them harm and it was actually fake news. So, you know, it's not something that's new to our news source. We feel like it's new because we hear about it a lot, but it's been out there for a really long time. And so it it is really important uh, that you verify. So if it's not from one of those sources that you know that you can trust and it, and those sources can be duped I guess would be the right term to use, you know, if you have a confidential source that's giving you information and and the information that they're giving you is wrong and they're reporting it on regular news, you might see that as well. That would be something that would be termed as fake news because that person who is giving the false information is intending to cause harm. And it might be to the news organization that they're trying to to cause the harm to. You know, you just never know. But you can check. So Snopes.com is my favorite place to go and check when I see something that might be real, but I need to check it out. So I'll, you know, I'll run it through Snopes and and usually, you know, it'll come up and say, oh, yeah, that's something that's been around for a while and it's false or no, that actually has been verified. Um, and then we also have fact checkers that are all over, especially in this political climate. You know, we're, we're coming up on, on some big elections. And so almost every outlet is going to be doing some fact checking and they're they're going to be making sure that that the information that we're getting is accurate and real. But you, uh, you know, you have to be your own best judge sometimes. I like to say that common sense can be your guide, but maybe common sense isn't so common anymore. And so, you know, we really have to be careful with that because 
when I'm teaching in class that I often encourage my students to look for multiple points of news or multiple points of information. So essentially that if they read something or they see something, verify it somewhere else. else. That mm-hmm. that typically things that are true, you'll be able to find in multiple spots. Exactly. And so if it is something that you read or you hear and you're not getting a lot of validity out there of being able to find it in more than one spot, then it may be something that either you want to check into more or it could be something that's not that accurate. Right. And especially, you know, uh, sometimes there will be really accurate articles that are published, but they'll have these really sensational titles. And it's the sensational title that people are sharing. And then when you go and find out that, you know, the, the article has nothing to do really with that title. And that almost is another way of trying to mislead or misinform. And so don't always be inclined to share something just because the title is what's grabbed your attention. That's something I've seen before, too, on social media, that someone will share an article based off of the title, and maybe they've not read it. And, Mm. you know, then again, somebody might comment, and it comes back, and they say, well, you know, I didn't really read it. It was just the title that (laughs) intrigued me. So it is a good, you know, read before you share. Exactly. Know what you're sharing, (laughs) because in news outlets, probably across the board, do try to come up with catchy titles. Um, We do the same thing with this podcast. That's right. right? We try to come up with a catchy title to encourage people to listen, but we also want it to be an accurate title for for the subject matter of our content. You know, Jennifer, just because you don't agree with or maybe even don't like a position that is written in an article or discussed on a news broadcast or even posted on a social media site, that doesn't make it fake news. It really and truly could be factual, accurate information, and you just don't happen to agree with that position, but that doesn't change the fact that it is real. Mindy, all great things to to think about, and I think just kind of reminding folks that um, to read with, with a cautious eye mm. and to, as you said, to think, to, to use common sense to make certain that the information they're taking in is accurate. Exactly. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition and health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. It starts with us.